Good morning, Anonymous. Welcome to The Bridge. It's your turn. Ask a man time. JJ, Naneka DJ, Larato, myself, Dineo, the country on standby to help you. Good morning, guys. Good Thank morning. Thank you so much for taking my call. Only a pleasure. Talk to us. Um, okay, I'm very nervous, though. I've been in a relationship for the past 12 years. I'm married for eight. Everything was good, you know, when we got together, everything was always good. And then we moved in together in 2010, got married in 2011. And after one year of being married, I lost my job, so I've been at home ever since. And things became very sour. It's like, my money pays for this, my money does that. But I do my part as an unemployed um, mother at home. Mm-hmm. And then whatever attempts that I try to make um, to bring some uh, money into the home, those things just get turned a blind eye. Mm. I don't get any assistance in any way when it comes to the home and doing any work. So um, I've always been verbally abused, and I started also verbally abusing back. And things just became sour to a point where I couldn't even stand the sight of this individual. But because I have children, I have to keep holding on. And I'm unemployed. He basically supports me. Mm. And then it's um, the issue about if we have a problem, there is no communication. I'm always the one that will sit down and say, you know, I have a problem with X, Y, and Z. He would never tell me if he has a problem or he's unhappy or anything. It's always I'm the one that's doing the talking. But then he goes and tells his mother how unhappy he is. So I don't know whether I'm in a relationship with him or his mother. Mm. I'm married on his mother's terms already. Mm. Everything is just about his mother. And then the excuse is that, okay, um, if he has a drink and stuff, he starts getting emotional and thinking about his upbringing and his childhood and stuff. So I don't know what to do. I'm... I want a divorce. I don't, I don't want to be in this relationship. But I also have children to think about, and I don't know what to do anymore. Okay. Anonymous, can we just, um, just so that we're all on the same page with the story that you're telling us, um, a quick recap, right? So you are married. Okay. Yes. At some point in your relationship with your husband, you lost your employment, thus mm-hmm. uh, losing your source of income, and he became the sole breadwinner. And yes. in that period... Um, you did what you did as an unemployed mother, looking after the household and so forth, and he did what he did, um, looking after the finances for the family. And in Mm -hmm. that space, there was some sort of verbal abuse, emotional abuse that transpired? Yes. Okay. Um, We're on the same page. Am I correct? Yes. And right now, when you have problems and you bring problems up, you seem to be the only one who's communicating the problems that you are seeing in the relationship he does not communicate to you. He expresses his unhappiness to his mother. Yes. And now you are feeling that already you are married on his mother's terms. Are you married to your husband or are you married to your mother-in-law? Who is the head of this marriage? I'm confused. Um, according to him, like when we're in a good space in our, in our relationship and our marriage, mm-hmm. things are good. You won't see him um, all the time by his mother, but the minute we have a fight or an argument, he even goes and sleeps there. Mommy? Mm-hmm. And I have never uh, slipped out of the home. 
so I don't I I don't know. Um, he says that he is changing, and um, it seems to be he realizes that he has a problem with his anger and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, he's gonna try and seek help. But I think it's because I brought up the topic about getting a divorce, mm-hmm. and I have gone to see um, to do an application for the divorce. Anonymous, I hear a baby in the background. How old is the baby? She's three. Three. Can she comprehend language? Um, yes. Are you not concerned that she might be, you might be influencing her against her father with her in the background having this conversation with us? Or are you comfortable with it? She doesn't, she doesn't really know um, okay. what I'm talking about. Okay, no problem. No problem. Just checking. You know, uh, there's a, you know, there's a quote in the Bible that says, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and mm-hmm. the two will become one flesh. Amen. Amen. Yes. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. that's what happens when you get married, right? You are no longer your mother's son. You are, obviously, biologically you are. You know, you're no longer your dad's little boy. Of course yes. you are, biologically you are. We know that. So, yes, I do. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, For I'm speaking to men listening, you know? Yeah. So when one takes up the responsibility to become a husband to a wife and a wife to a husband, you guys are one. And, you know, when when you guys are faced with problems and challenges, you guys are supposed to sit down as adults and solve those problems by yourselves. I mean, by yourselves, yeah. yeah. That is so true. And you find that at times many of our brothers still go back to the, to mommy and cry instead of dealing with issues at home. You know, where you find that because of this mama's baby behavior, the wife is put in the position where they've become the father because the father is not fathering. He's busy being a baby to his mom. Okay. You know, so anonymous, I think, you know, you guys have to sit down and find alternative ways of dealing with your problems instead of him running to his mom to find solutions. The way I see it, you've done nothing wrong with the information you've given us. But your husband needs to man up and understand that he is a father. He is part of a family and his mom cannot dictate the terms of this house, your house together with him and it's something he needs to understand you know i don't know a guy that will admit that he's a mama's baby in fact when you bring that up you'll probably offend him he'll probably get offended that how can you call me mama's baby but in fact he is yes he does he gets offended right yes he does i i have i have spoken to him uh, numerous times about this issue about his mother being involved in our home and our marriage and relationship yeah because she used to question uh, question my children, asking them things about what's going on in the house, and then discussing me with the children. So I am like invalid when it comes to my children. We, we've that won- is what upsets me. We've once touched on the topic of Bomama Zalabastot, but I mean, we'll, we'll discuss that at a later stage. But for now, I think you've done well, and I, th- I think it's important your your husband understands that you're not a maid at home. You know, it doesn't mean when you're sitting at home or, you know, looking after the kids, looking after the household 
now you are the maid. He doesn't contribute. He doesn't help you. He does. He treats you like dirt. You know, being unemployed does not relegate you to maid. You know, you're yes. still a part of that family as much as he is. So it's something he needs to do. I don't even know, Quentin, how you go about solving this issue because usually would say, no, call the elders. But I mean, you, you know, mm. how do you even call Mama Zala that doesn't know her place into order? Yeah. Because that's, I think that's the root of the problem. No, true. And yes. Anonymous, why do you think you are insignificant in this guy's life? That when because that he everything that I that everything he, that I say, mm. it doesn't like my feelings don't get taken into consideration. I have sent emails, WhatsApp letters. I sat and wrote letters, five six page letters, expressing my feelings to him. Yeah. and he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't acknowledge it. Yes, why do you think he doesn't acknowledge you as a person? He doesn't care what you have to say. He doesn't care how you feel. The only time when you know, he regards you as a person is when everything is okay. But, uh, you know, the moment that nothing is okay, then you shouldn't have a say in anything. What you have to say does not matter. Why do you think... I think it why, do you, I, why do you think he, he can run to his mom and not come to you? I feel that it's, um, it's all about a status thing. It's about money, education and possessions because I don't have all of that so what do you my know? feelings and everything that I have means nothing so why do you think he's been acting like Musi why is it always my money this my money that yes, I don't know because only like he's working because when I used to work I used to but run the home anonymous go oh. back go back anonymous no? JJ said and um, I think this is how as married pe married people view things you know when you are at home that is that is working because you are you know making sure that everything at home runs properly yes. it you are not unemployed you are at home making sure that everything runs well so never look at it as you are unemployed and your input into his daily life is insignificant never let a person uh, do that to you because if you were not there making sure that things run smoothly at home things would not be running smoothly at home so you are not unemployed that's how I see it too <laughs> can I ask a question anonymous um, sure, you, you said that when he drinks he gets emotional and reflects on issues about his upbringing what does he say about his upbringing when he's in that state of emotional unraveling? He always cries about him and his father not having a relationship, mm -hmm. um, which, which I also have the, the mother to blame because the mother always badmouthed the father to him and when looking for the father, when the father disappeared, so he, mm -hmm. and he was with her, so mm -hmm. he knows everything. And the father used to abuse the mother, he used to see all of these things. Mm -hmm. So... It has, it, it has affected him a hell of a lot, which I did tell him. I said, you, you need to sit your parents down and you need to speak to them about you your responded? feelings mm. and find closure so that you can move on in your life. To which he responded? You said that he will, but 
I don't know when and how these things are going to happen because in that time, you listen to me and you take my advice, but later on it never happens. Mm. It's water under a bridge. And then again, you also made a throwaway statement. You said, when I used to work, I used to run the home. In which way would you run the home? Financially, I used to see to everything else in the home. He used to pay the rent, and that was it. And he earned three times my salary at the time. In terms of the role play and attitude towards the husband when you were financially capable, um, what, what, what sort of relationship did you have in terms of attitude towards each other, particularly your attitude towards him? I think that's when our, our relationship was good because I was independent, he was independent. So we got along well. We used to date each other at that time. Mm-hmm. After I stopped working, all the dating stopped, all the um, everything. You know what two people do together? All mm-hmm. of it just stopped. It was just like you go and have your good times with your friends and I'm at home with the children all the time. And I did explain to him how I felt about that because I am still very young. I didn't want to live an old mother or old granny's life because that's where it was heading. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that people with an abusive childhood, like it gives anyone the right to abuse the next person. You know. Me too. Yeah. Great. I, I also lived a hard childhood, but I used all those things as lessons in my life for me to move on and be the better mother than I am. Exactly. Is that's he, what I do. Is he open-minded to getting counseling to sort, to sort out his problems? Like his personal issues that come up when he's drunk and emotional? Is he willing to see somebody to help him with those? Um, no, he wasn't. Even marriage counseling, I asked about that. We went for one session and that turned out to be a disaster, so we didn't go back. What do you mean disaster? We started arguing and shouting and screaming at each other in the counseling room because everything that I said was not good enough for his ears. Everything that he said wasn't good enough for, for my ears. It's like we, we started getting aggressive because of all the things that were coming out. But these are things that were coming out because we never get to speak about these things. Okay. Anonymous, um, your choice of not working, were you laid off? Did you guys decide that you have to stop working? What are the circumstances? No, I lost my job. Okay. And then because my son was um, a bit sickly, so I lost my job and then I stayed at home. We agreed on me staying at home and looking after the, cho- uh, the child. Well, I had two at the time, looking after the children. That was our agreement. And then after that, it was everything about my money, my money. I pay for this. I pay for that. So I did try to start looking for a job and all of that. I am looking for a job as it is. I'm trying to get my matric done. I'm trying to do a lot of things to better my life so that I can get my independence back because I'm tired of hearing about this is mine, this is mine. You know, you know what we're going to do, Anonymous? I, I'm going to ask you to please continue to listen on the radio, right? Because um, we're going we're gonna to try and unpack and talk off air about everything you've shared with us so far. And I think let's also give the nation an opportunity to just think and process. Just come back, listen, and it's somewhere out there in the conversations post this moment, we're going to find counseling for you some way or the other. So we're going to take the calls on 89 um, Marriage is a challenging thing, very, very challenging thing. I think it's a deep, deeply challenging thing. So say if you can help us, help her, we'd appreciate it.
We're taking your calls on 089-110-3377. This is Sunshine Anderson. Heard it all before. It is Ask a Man, and uh, your calls will be taken on the phone lines. Your tweets as well. Hashtag Ask a Man. Taking you all the way to 12 o'clock midday. Whee! The recap on Anonymous. Lady is married. Her husband is now the sole breadwinner, and she is being emotionally abused and uh, verbally abused by her husband, and she retaliates in the same manner. So they are both slightly toxic towards one another. The husband has been described as a, a mama's boy. He runs to his mom all the time, does not communicate with his wife, but has open communication channels with his mother. Quite concerning for Anonymous, she is seeking help. And uh, resolution zero eight nine double one double three. Yo, wow! I'm even even the number. Oh wait, nine double one zero double three double seven. That's the number that you need to call right now. But Mel, what's happening with the headlines? But just very quickly, uh, safety and security, former safety and security minister Sidney Mufamadi's uh, press briefing to the media is still underway. In it, he's saying he's denied, he was denied the right to participate in the documentary called Winnie. And then the Organization for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons is holding an emergency session to discuss the suspected chemical attack in the Syrian town of Doma. I have details on those stories at 11. Certainly where you're at and we're taking your calls on 089-110-3377. Yes, Mama, I made it. I got the number right. Oh, happy Monday. <laughs> Finally. Finally, I'm awake. <laughs> Anga, you're in Johannesburg. Talk to us. What advice do you have for Anonza? Good morning, fam. How are you Good guys Good morning. Doing? Great. Thank you, Papa. Good. Thanks. Fantastic. Um, you know, firstly, I'd just like to agree with, uh, with JJ. Uh, you know, having a history of abuse or anything like that is, is no excuse on passing that on to someone else. Um, you know, um, I can say even I myself, I sort of faced that a uh, small portion of my life. I faced, uh, well, witnessing abuse. My, my father used to abuse his girlfriend in front of me. You know what I mean? He wasn't a very present father, but um, those little moments that I could steal from him you know, that's the type of things I would I'd witness. And, you know, ever since then, I've always told myself that I would never, ever lay my hand on a woman ever in my life. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm married now. I'm three years married. And, oh, congratulations. You know, marriage is... is thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, it, 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 is, a, it is a very tough uh, union, you know, to be, to be partnered with someone for life. Mm. You know, so you do have your, your struggles together and so on and so forth. I mean, we sort of went through a similar thing where, you know, after after second year of marriage, no, after the first year of marriage, mm. my wife decided, no, she wanted to start her own business, you know, so she quit her job. Now, she sort of like wanted me, forced me to quit my job so that we could build this family business together. And, you know, try to explain to her the whole thing about, you know, we can't both be out of work and so mm, on and so mm, forth. Mm. So to a point where I, I took the biggest risk of my life and, and actually quit my job um, just to help her build her business up. You know what I mean? And also so that she could see that, you know, the business takes time to grow. It takes time to, to, to get where you want it to be. You can't. You can't uh, want to start a business now and think within a month or two months from now you're going to start making money and mm, pay yourself no and things like that. Mm. It, 
you know what I mean? So so it was a big thing like that when we used to fight a lot, you know. I used to just want time out of the house where I'd never sleep, you know, out of home. But, you know, I'd take time out where I'd go out to a friend, mm. you know, maybe just kick back some drinks and, and chill, you know what I mean? Um, my wife and I then decided, no, we'll go to a premarital marriage or premarital course mm-hmm. where it mm-hmm. sort of like teaches you even like it was even very open it was with our church mm-hmm. very open so you could even if you're already married you could you could uh, join the course so what and you're advising anonymous is so in in essence in a nutshell what you're advising to anonymous anza is they must consider uh marital counseling through the church or outside of the church thank you very much for the call we appreciate it isaac you're in pretoria uh, what do you have to say? Hi, good morning. Morning. Um, first time calling. There we go. Well done. <laughs> uh, my take on the whole thing is, uh, uh, I think the whole thing started from uh, upbringing, you know, things, mm-hmm. and that that alone has a big impact in his life. Mm-hmm. Not everybody could be able to leave and like, you know, my dad was like this. I don't want to be like my dad. I don't want to be like my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, raising, bring, growing up from an abusing family, it has a big role to play in our lives. Uh, unlike me, I choose to leave my parents in a very, in a very tender age, just because I wanted to be a man of my own. Mm. Mm. All right. So the background of abuse there does play a big role in the adults that we turn out to be. But the responsibility, I believe, the responsibility is upon you. Um, to get yourself to get fixed. yourself fixed, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that, JJ, completely. Because I'm still on the point that when he drinks, he gets emotional and reflects on issues about his upbringing. I mean, you if, go, you're gonna punch your wife and say, "I'm sorry, my I, my dad used to do this." You understand? You, you knew it was wrong. So what's different now? I'm not undermining undermining the impact, the impact abuse it mm. has in shaping mm. the mind of a kid, or even adults are still affected by it, mm. but. We all know what's right and what's wrong. You're and aware of that state you're aware, of... You know, so you can't always use that as defense for your... For your bad actions. For your current bad actions. Mm. And mm. I always say, if you're old enough to realize your flaws and your faults, mm-hmm. right, from your past and how they've kind of have this impact in your life, mm. then you're old enough also to seek professional help if Absolutely. you are aware. Because it gets to a point where you start using that as an excuse mm-hmm. if you've physically abuse people if you emotionally abuse people if you treat people otherwise and you keep going back to but this is how i was treated as a kid no no but you you've, you need you've to been fix yourself you've been ex- exposed to it you know what it yeah. feels like you know what it feels like to be hurt physically and emotionally so it's up to you now to stop the cycle and i think beyond the age of 18 you have been exposed to many different upbringings and situations not necessarily yours personally Mm. beyond the age of 18 i'm sure you've seen non-abusive environments i'm sure you've seen abusive environments and i'm sure you've read about you know what's right you know what's wrong Mm. and unfortunately in this case going out of your way to protect your kids from not witnessing what you witnessed when you were younger Mm. when you were younger yeah look when you when you're an adult and you want your relationship to work it is your duty to address your parent that has failed in their relationship, to tell them, look, you failed in your relationship. Can you please stay out of mine? Mm. Um, you know, you, you know um, there are those ones that 
actually will fail, but they will make something positive out of that negativity, yeah. right? But then there are those ones that are bitter. Guys, it is time that we we put our bitter parents, in the place. bitter parents in their place. Mm. Mm. And I know that we, we have to respect our, our parents, but not at the expense of your relationship. I, I th- I'm honestly okay. speaking, mm. I agree with that. Yeah. Honestly speaking, I completely agree with that, especially when you know that there is a cycle of abuse in your family. Maybe your parents are not the best people to run to, Mm. to resolve. For certain things. For certain things. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Certain things. So, and those parents, when you know that you are bitter, you are unhappy about your relationship, can you please keep that poison to yourself? True. Do not poison your, your children's relationships because it seeps down to the your grandchildren and the great grandchildren. Mm. But isn't you know? it that also there's also something with mother in laws, correct me if I'm wrong, um some mother in laws have um almost like happy wife envy. Mm. That when their son is making another woman happy because they bitter yeah. are bitter mm. from their failed relationships, failed marriages in their space, mm. then they will then intoxicate the happiness of the daughter in law. Stop it, yeah. Mama. And also, Just stop it. As a guy, you mm. must know when your own mother is poisoning you. Mm. You know, if you start hearing talks like, mm. control. No, but vice versa. JJ. And vice versa. Mm. Also, you know, uh, you know our girl. women will also uh, get influenced by bitter the people. people. Mm. Yeah. Guys, respect your parents, but today is the day that you pull them, you put them in their place. It's not their relationship. They will not make your relationship failed as they've made their relationships fail. And, and you can al- say it to them just like that. And they're also good parents who'll say, Ntanam, we failed. Mm. I failed in my marriage. Yeah. This is what I did wrong. Mm. You know? Mm. And I, it failed because your husband, my, my husband did this and I also did this. Mm. And we decided to go our separate ways or whatever, whatever. If you have such parents, value you know? that. And they're honest about their shortcomings as mm. well. And, you know, th- that's what you need. Mm. You know, so don't let it, don't let the poison filter into your current relationship, mm. which has challenges, which can be fixed, you know. Because if you decide to and you let Oma Mazala and your father and from the other side mess things up, mm. you know, their poison is going to affect you and it's going to affect your children as well. Mm. And, and when the, where does it end? Yeah. Mm. Um, guys, as Anga said, Anga was our first caller. Mm. There's a lot of things that you can do to fix your relationship. There's a whole lot of courses that you can attend. Mm. But the most important one, don't forget intercourse. The best person to discuss the problems of your relationship with is the person you are in a relationship with. Jeez. You know, we're having a conversation about, you know, off air, the relationships and the dynamics and so forth. Naked, you just said something absolutely incredible that the entire country needs to hear. Um, you know, when your business is failing, mm-hmm. you'll go to seminars where successful people are speaking. And, you know, that'll influence you in your business growing. Mm-hmm. So when your relationship is failing, why don't you go to people that have great relationships that have made relationships work successful and successful why do you keep going to those 
people that are bitter, that are negative about relationships, that are about fighting and not fixing things. So that's how we need to start looking at our relationships right now. If you want it to be a success, fill it with everything positive and keep all the negativity away.